but all eyes head to Adelaide today from a cricket perspective for day one of the first test between Australia and the West Indies. And always a pleasure to have Stu Clark joining us. Stu, good morning. How are you? How is hopefully sunny Adelaide? <laughs> morning, boys. Uh, look, it's sunny, no blue sky out. A little bit of rain last night, but we look good to go. Everyone's excited and a little bit of buzz around the town because the, the test match has rolled into town. Um, Stu, not as hot as it's been in the last little while, but a lot was made from the curator, and, and we love we love a curator saying it's going to be fast and bouncy. But um, what are you expecting from this pitch on day one? Oh, look, traditionally, day tests in Adelaide have been very flat. The wicket's been very, very good to bat on. Um, I think you'll want to leave a little bit of moisture in it. But look, generally and historically, the wicket has been very flat. Um, and it's been very good for batting. What it does do, if it gets to later in the match, the wicket does spin and there's a lot of reverse swing comes into play. So um, let's hope that happens. But whoever wins the toss, I'd be assuming will bat and bat. Uh, as that coin comes down, just yell out bat as loud as they can. Yeah, Stu, I um, just want to ask you, Cameron Green returns to the test side and obviously in, in second drop or number four. What? How aggressive do you think he'll be? Uh I think, you know, to be fair, Brad, I think he'll be nervous. Mm. I think he's just come back into the team. There's been a lot made and a lot of discussion about this one selection for a long period of time now. Yeah. He's going to bat at four and, you know, Ed and you remember, sorry, you remember there was Bancroft chat and then there was Renshaw chat and Harris chat and all those other. I think he'll be nervous. So whether he comes out with this aggressive player, I'd be, I don't think so. I think he'll want to sort of get himself in score a few runs, try and get a you know, 10, 15, 20 before he does anything like that. But that said, the way the modern game's played these days, mm-hmm. um, yeah. he could turn straight up and hit the first ball over cover for six. Who knows? <laughs> um, Stu, the Australians have confirmed that that is their 11 with Smith opening and Green at four. The West Indies have three debutantes. Uh, Kevin Hodge and Justin Greaves will bat in the middle order, both 29 years of age. And paceman Shamar Joseph will play. He's 24 years old and uh, has impressed people with his pace and, and his skill with the ball. What do you know of uh, Hodge, Greaves and Joseph and what are you expecting from that pace attack? Uh, oh, look, I think we've all seen them. We've, we had a little bit of a look from the um, CA 11 game. I think what we're all expecting is pace. If that's what everyone's been talking about. That's happened a little bit in the past too, that everyone's been expecting pace and we haven't quite seen it. Um, that said, if they can get somewhere and really the glory is of the West Indies, I think everyone will be both excited to see someone come out and bowl at 140 kilometres an hour. But I think, look, can they sustain it over long periods of time for four or five days, if, if the case may be? If Smith and Kwaja get away, what happens after that? I think they're all the unknowns and everyone's sort of mm. thinking, without the experience of this team, without some of the, you know, the, the big names like you've had in yesteryear, can they actually do that? So uh, there are where all the questions are being asked at the moment. Um, I'm hoping for pace. That's what we want to see. How good would it be to see, you know, three West Indians all bowling 140 kilometres an hour? Yeah. A lot of guys are about my age and your age would be sitting there thinking, this is what we remember about the West Indies. Yep, totally. Mate, let me ask you, you, you take out a, a dynamic person like Warner, and I'm more meaning off the field as well, uh, what he brings in the locker room and change rooms and everything. What, what does that do to the dynamics, in your opinion, to this team, or is it just business as usual? It'll be business as usual, mate. I know he's not there anymore. But they, they won't obviously have his ability to get off to a flying start. But, you know, like, like any team, doesn't matter what sport it is, and you've got big personalities in the team, they do, and, you know, they, they command respect, they command attention. Without him, well, so be it. But you've got so many others in that team, and look, they're all professionals now. The way 
they prepare, the way they get um, themselves up for the challenge of a test match won't change. And whilst you've you know, got the changes at Warner at the top, you've still got you know the three quicks and Nathan Lyons, who are the greatest quartet of bowlers ever in the history of test cricket. You've got Smith, who's averaging 58, Khwaja, who's you know, 1,200 runs last year. So yeah, look, it'll be different not having Davey there. But that said, they'll move on. Interesting to see who fields its first slip. Yeah. That'll be, you know, there's a few interesting points because Davey's been there for the last 15 years. Who's going there now? Uh, I think Usman Khawaja I saw was fielding there. Um, but as you said, Cameron Green, decent fielder. Um, They'll leave watch. Smith second for sure, second slip, on, yeah. On Smith, Stu, are you expecting him, uh, like if we're looking at high bat for Australia, I know you said Stark leading wicket taker the other day, but is Smith a decent play for uh, leading runs in this first test? Oh, I think any time there's a market on Smith for leading uh, <laughs> and, and high bat market, I think Smith's a fair bat. I think he's odds would be fairly short there, I would have thought. Look, he will, knowing Smith, he will go out and he will be doing what Smith does. Not, he doesn't, when he walks out of bat, it's like the rest of the world doesn't exist. Yeah. He just bats. Everyone else just has to bat around him. So, uh, when you've got a market up like that, you know, Smith, Love, Shane, Kawaja. Uh, anyway, I, I'd be looking at the odds because I think you can get some value with some of the guys in there. But um, whether Smith's the guy or not, I don't um, let me ask you this. So Aussies win, they'll bat, like you said. What do you feel is, A, the right score from the pitch that you've seen, but, B, what Australia need to win this test? Uh, 450 plus. If Australia bat first and the wickets as flat as it appears to be, then anything 450 plus, you know, is, you're not going to lose test matches from there. And you set it up mm. to win the test match. Um, the same thing goes for the West Indies if they bat first. Anytime you bat in a test match, you want to try and get 400. If you can do that, then you set yourself the game up so you can dominate and dictate how the game's played. Stu, in the Big Bash, a huge win for the Sixers in the context of their season and the competition's season. Moses Enriquez, superb stuff with the bat. 47 not out of 20 balls. The Sixers, 7 for 201 in reply to Perth's 400... Uh, sorry, 4 for 197. Um, thoughts on the Sixers and that win? They now head to Brisbane uh, in the 1v2 showdown against Brisbane. That's a massive win. It's actually a massive win for the competition because teams um, don't want to play Perth in Perth because they're almost unbeatable over there. They're so good in their conditions. Um, they're so good on that fast, bouncy wicket. So for the actual competition, it's actually not a bad thing. But for the Sixers themselves, well, it was an amazing case. Watching the game last night, we all thought it was done and dusted. We didn't think that uh, they were going to get there. And then Moses, you know, needing 12 or whatever off the last over, there's a run out. Anyway, but gets himself back on the strike. Um, in the context of their season, unbelievable because they now get to play in the major semi or the, yeah. the qualifying semi, whatever you want to call it. They win this straight into the final, which will be played at the SCG. Um, if they lose, well, they get a second chance and that game will be played at the SCG. So that home ground advantage is massive. Mm. Um, Stu, always appreciate your time on the way to Adelaide Oval for day one of the test. Uh, good luck. Enjoy it. We'll look forward to chatting throughout. Good on you, Will. Cheers, Russ.